time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. On today's show, we're going to be planning for retirement's uncertainties. Welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant at Roadmap Financial Consulting. Find us online at roadmapfinancial.com for past episodes and more information about working with Glenn. You know, there are many things that we know we'll have to deal with in retirement. We just don't know how to predict when or to what degree they're going to happen. So how in the world do you construct a plan that deals with this unpredictability of all these various factors? Well, that's what we're going to discuss on today's show a little bit. I really feel like, Glenn, this is going to give us the chance to kind of see what it's like to go through your planning process as we bring up these different questions, because they're not going to have concrete answers. They're going to be the kinds of things where you're going to say, well, let's look at it from this angle. Let's look at it from this angle. And I think as we, as listeners, listen to the show today, should help us kind of see what that conversation really looks like when we come in to meet with you. So I think this will be a lot of fun. You ready to go? Let's do it, Walter. All right, let's dive in. All right, so we've got seven points on the show today. One uncertainty, this one may seem obvious, Glenn, but it's a big part of the conversation, right? That would be life expectancy and longevity. We don't know how long we're going to live, most likely. Well, that's exactly right, Walter. And so that that's an important piece to, you know, to consider. When I'm working with folks, you know, I, I like to think in terms of is, is that, you know, you we want to, you know, we want to assume that you're going to live a really long life. Right. And we want to we want to make sure that you, you have a plan that's designed in that in that manner. Right. We don't want to be in a place where it's like you're, you're you know, you're at risk of, you know, of, of running out, you know, you know, once you reach this point. So, you know, the idea is, is that, you know, let's plan as if I want to think in terms of, you know, maybe you're going to live to 100 or, you're, you know, at least one you are you or your spouse. Right. I mean, if you're a married couple, you know, let's let's assume that. And folks, you know, oftentimes, well, I'm not going to live that long. It's like, OK, well, you know, maybe you do, maybe you don't. You, you, you never you never know. I mean, the folks are any, if you asked anybody who lived to 100. You know, and beyond, they probably said the same thing when you're when they were your age. So it's like, you know, so let's we we've got we've got a plan as if because we don't want to think, okay, well, I'm going to live to you know maybe 80, 85, and you live to 90 or 95, and it's like, well, now I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have what I needed because I didn't think I would, I would, I would be here, right? So it's like we 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 really want to stop and think about it and say, okay, let's plan as if and act as if you're going to live longer than you think because oftentimes you know that you know you know that that can happen and you know it, you want to be pleasantly surprised and you know and have the resources to be able to continue on with the lifestyle and whatnot be you know at that point and beyond rather than all of a sudden in your in your in your then the last in the last years of your life you don't want to be in a situation of doing without and you know and having less right Definitely don't want to be in that position, Glenn. Yeah, that would not be that would not be pleasant. I, I know that's why this is one of the first things you talk to people about, right? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we we we, we certainly you know, think in terms of that. You know, and and you know, one of the most important things is thinking about you know where you know are you going to have reliable income you know throughout your you know throughout your life, right? Not just through you know what you think your life expectancy might be, but you know, no matter regardless as to what happens, is you know, is is that cash flow going to be there for you? You know, and, and is it going to be reliable? Are you going to you know can you know are you going to know for sure? You know, it's like that's that's that to me that's critical. Right. You you want to you want to know where that is. And, you know, and so it's like, you know, you certainly know you're going to, you know, you, there's there's, you know, the 
the social security benefits are going to be there, right? You know, now we'll talk, I think we're going to talk a little bit about that as well, you know, here in, in a little bit, but what we're talking about is, you know, is having that lifetime income and knowing that you're going to be able to, you know, to have what you need. And again, everybody's situation is different. Sometimes that involves, you know, having a conversation about insurance products, right? Sometimes, sometimes, you know, maybe not, right? Again, it depends, but, but we, we, we really want to, we want, we want to deal with and, you know, and, and explore, what is the situation or what is your what is your current plan for you know for your life expectancy you know and and your longevity and you know and does that make us make sense or do we need to make some adjustments with that all right so that's a great first point to bring up that life expectancy and longevity uncertainty what about the uncertainty surrounding interest rate changes uh, imagine there's even more uncertainty around this right now glenn that we've been going through the last couple of months well, that's exactly right, Walter. We're seeing that the Federal Reserve is, you know, is they, they are on a mission, right? You know, we're currently in a scenario where we have, you know, we have high inflation and and they're, you know, doing what they can do to, you know, to try to, you know, to, you know, to you know, bring that down, right? And so in that effort, they're they're committed to continue to raise interest rates until until they have until they have that tame, right? And that, you know, at, at this point we're we're in a we're in a gray area, right? That's you know that, you know, we haven't seen this kind of a scenario in, in, in you know, in, in decades where we have, you know, inflation is quite as high as we are. So, you know, that now we, we start where we're obviously seeing, you know, interest rates rise that, you know, that has that has implications to the financial markets, you know, to the bond markets, obviously, to the to, you know, to the equity markets, you know, it's having different effects, you know, within the insurance world, you know, what, you know, so we, th those are things that we, we always have to think in terms of that they, they could change, right? And we want to build a plan around that has enough flexibility that, you know, if interest rates rise, that we're, you know, that we can be okay, right? We, also, it's like if interest rates, you know, fall back down, you know, I mean, they were, they were, they, they're still pr historically pretty low, but they've been rising pretty rapidly. Right. So, you know, is it is it possible that, you know, that interest rates go through, you know, uh, you know, kind of a, you know, a rapid rise and maybe a, maybe a bit of a retreat? Certainly. I mean, that's possible. It's possible that they that they go up and stay up. Right. I mean, we you know, the future is has yet to happen. So we don't know exactly you know what, what it's going to be. But we want to be able to you know build our plan in such a way that we're we're not we're not in a situation where we have to have interest rates move in a particular direction in order for our financial planning and our retirement planning to work. That's a great point as well, Glenn. All right, so interest rate changes, that's in flux. We're also a little bit concerned now about future tax rates. I mean, I guess this has been a concern before, but we're inching closer and closer to the tax rates expiring in a couple of years, that the current discounts that are in place, uh, what's that, 2025, I think, and who knows what the future beyond that will bring, Glenn. Well, no, that's exactly right, Walter. I mean, it currently, if you know the 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 current the current tax um, structure in terms of you know personal income taxes, you know the you know the when we had we had tax cuts a, a few years back in the previous administration, and you know that those those are set to expire. You know, as you said, at the end of twenty twenty five. So we know tax rates are you know are are scheduled to go to go up in twenty twenty six. You know, is it possible that we have some changes before we get to 2026? You know, perhaps, you know, we don't know that for sure, but we know that, you know, that they are scheduled to go up. And we also know that, you know, that the tax rates can also change for you as an individual if you're a married couple and something happens to your spouse and you become a single filer. So we, you know, we, we have to think in terms of what the future tax rates mean to your financial future 
And, you know, how much exposure do you have to that risk, right? Some people have an enormous amount of risk there, i.e. they've got, you know, virtually all, if not all of their retirement money in pre-tax accounts. What does that mean? That's a traditional IRA or a traditional 401k where you put money into those accounts before taxes and then you're, you made the agreement with the government that you would pay taxes as you draw that money out. Well, again, you know, now we start thinking about that. Well, if future tax rates go higher, then that simply means that if you're looking at that account balance and tax rates go higher, then less of that money is likely going to be yours and a larger portion of it is going to go to the government, right? Whether that be the, you know, the federal or the state government or possibly both, right? So that's something that you've got to be aware of. Are you, are you appropriately positioned with, with your holdings and the way that you have your account structured that you're going to be okay if, if tax rates go higher? Are there some advantages to possibly repositioning you know, some of your accounts and making it such that maybe you go ahead and, and decide, it's like, you know what, this money that's in this account, it's going to be subject to taxation at some point when it comes out. It's going to have to come out out at some point. And so maybe maybe it's appropriate in, in certain cases to go ahead and start to draw money out or to potentially convert it into a, a Roth type of an account and go ahead and pay taxes at the current rates when you know where they are and they're at historically low levels versus where we know that they're scheduled to go up. And you know, and anybody I talk to looking, you know, looking at the you know the debt and deficit of, of the country and, and what the future obligations of the government are. You know, again, we've talked about this a number of times, Walter, but I, you know, I have yet to really talk to anybody that thinks that tax rates are going to go down and virtually everybody I talk to thinks that tax rates are likely to go up. So again, you know, the, the idea of managing your tax brackets and, and managing the accounts that are subject to taxation, you know, and, and, and how, what is your exit strategy? How are you going to get money out of those accounts and try to have some degree of control over, over how much money you get to keep and how much money gets to go to the people you care about, you know, after, after you, you know, you pass on is pretty important in terms, and there is some degree of uncertainty and the more, and the more steps that you take that are strategic to be able to remove some of that uncertainty is, you know, is probably worth exploring. I appreciate that, Glenn, and that's helpful perspective as well. So we've covered so far life expectancy, the uncertainty around that and how it impacts planning, interest rate changes, tax rates in the future. Let's get to the market. What about year-to-year stock market returns? We don't know how even this year is going to end up, let alone what next year will look like. I mean, every year it's a a big question mark for where the stock market's going to go. So how do you even plan uh, for 30 years of retirement when you don't even know what's going to happen year-to-year in the stock market? Right. Well, yeah, you're exactly right, Walter. I mean, the, you know, the markets go up and markets go down, you know, there's cycles or, you know, the economy will ebb and flow. And so as, you know, as, as that goes on, we've thought, I think we've talked about it in, in previous episodes, you know, the, one, of, one of the things that, that we like to think in terms of is, is in talking about is, you know, retirement diversification, which includes the idea of timeframes. When are you going to need that money that's that, that's in this in this particular account? Do you have money that's 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 going to be available to you over the next few years that is you know that is subject to less risk? 
that's that I think is is one of the most important ways or strategies to to you know to to consider when we're when we're looking at the ups and downs of you know of of, of markets. You know, when are you going to need to draw that money out? Right? If 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 markets go down, are there are there you know are there ways to strategically utilize that? Right? I mean, we're in that situation right now as 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 we're you know as we're recording. You know, the markets are kind of turbulent. You know, we're you know the the you know the all the major your averages are down are down for the year you know that can possibly create some you know some opportunities to, you know to you know to move money from a pre-tax account to a Roth type of an account you know and pay taxes while you know while the the asset values are you know are are lower and then if, if you have the money that's sitting in a, in a in a tax-free account because you've already you've already taken care of the taxes then the recovery on your portion of the money you know can can be doing that in a you know in a, in a tax-free environment versus you know versus a taxable environment so you know nobody ever wants to see the markets go down but but they do they they go up they go down and sometimes they go sideways and so you want to have appropriate strategies and and plans for you know no matter what happens in the marketplace and so you know that you know your plan has to you know has to take into account those uncertainties and be flexible enough to it's like okay well you know when these when these situations happen then we're going to employ these strategies and when those situations you know happen then we can shift and do that and your and your plan has enough flexibility to deal with those uncertainties Uncertainties abound when it comes to planning for retirement, but you're hearing some of the ways that Glenn works around that in the planning process or accounts for it, builds in that uncertainty into the plan. Uh, it it's, makes it flexible so you can kind of withstand all of these different moving parts. Interesting to see how that happens on so many different things. Now, this one I'm interested to hear your opinion on, Glenn. What about Social Security and, in particular, the uncertain part of that being its solvency, how long it's going to be around, what those payments are going to look like into the future? Right. Right. That's a big topic of conversation. It has been for a long time. It's kind of coming up again a bit. Right. And, you know, the reality is, is that everybody who's ever worked in the United States is in or virtually everybody, I should probably say, as you know, if, if you, you know, if, if you've worked and you then that means that you very likely paid money into, you know, into the Social Security system via through um, FICA taxes. Right. And so if you work for somebody else, you know, your employer, you know, added, you know, into that as well, you know, as, as you for, you know, for the money that you earn, you work for yourself, then you're then you're doing the employee and the employer portion of that. But money has gone into that system and virtually everybody's invested in that system. Everybody has has something at stake in that system. And so the idea of it just completely just going away is, you know, is is, is highly, highly unlikely. You know, one thing I do know about politicians and, you know, and, and, and Washington is, is that politicians tend to like to get reelected. Right. And they want to make sure that they can come back and continue to be, you know, to be that congressman or that senator or, you know, or what, what not. They, you know, they, that's kind of their thing. That's what they're doing. Right. They, they, they want that reelectability, so to speak. So the idea that Social Security just, you know, just goes away, I think that there would be a, a you know, a, a significant political price to pay for any politicians that, you know, that, that cast certain votes or, or just completely ignored the situation and, and you know, and didn't make the appropriate adjustments. You know, we've we've had these kind of conversations, Walter, you know, for 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 many years and different times through, you know, throughout history, there have been adjustments to social security. You know, the biggest the biggest adjustments, you know, obviously, you know, the first one came in the 1980s when Ronald Reagan was president, Tip O'Neill was the speaker of the house, 
and they and they revamped the system and you know and they 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 made it solvent for a long you know for a longer period of time. Similar thing happened in the 1990s when Bill Clinton was president and Newt Gingrich was the speaker of the house and they came to a grand you know deal and bargain you know to you know to make it more solvent for you know for a longer period of time. Now we're in that place again where it's 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 you know it's kind of bubbling to the surface and you know and and things that need to be done. And so, you know, they, you know, the both, you know, the bottom line is, is that, you know, whenever we've seen situations like this happen in the past, then, you know, you know, even if, even if you're having to, to drag the politicians kicking and screaming to, you know, to the bargaining table, they, they tend to get there and they, and they tend to work things out. Now, that, you know, now does that mean absolutely positively it's going to be fixed and it's going to be fixed to everybody's satisfaction? You know, well, no, that's impossible. You're never going to make everybody satisfied with, you know, with the solutions that come out of it. But, you know, the idea that it just completely, you know, goes away, is it possible? Of course it's possible, but is it is it is it very likely? And I think everybody has to answer that question for themselves. But you know, I guarantee you that that becomes a significant voting issue, and you know, and then if and if some and if a politician is is uh, has positioned themselves in such a way that they're basically they, they've they've written their own death warrant as a politician, I've never seen a politician do that. You know, on a on a purposeful basis. And, you know, that's that's just so, so unlikely to happen. I would be looking for at some point, you know, it's like, if, you know, if you say, Glenn, you know, what do you think is going to happen? I think that, you know, that very likely they will they will come to the bargaining table and that they will they will make things solvent for for a number you know, for a period of time going forward. And then that would likely have to happen again sometime in the future and again and again. You know, now what exactly are they going to do and when are they going to do it? You know, well, you know, I have I have no idea about that. And neither does anybody else. But, you know, you basically have to look at that as, as you know, as the likelihood. And, you know, and if you, you know, my my basic thought is, is that, you know, if Social Security completely just goes away, then then that probably means something significantly larger for the whole existence of our country. And then and then we were in a whole different world. And that's something that, you know, that's it's almost unfathomable or unthinkable. And then you have to start to think about, well, what are your other assets and your other accounts worth? So, you know, I, I make the basic assumption that Social Security is going to be there. The question is, is, is in what form and, and how and how are they going to make it solvent going forward? I like that, Glenn. I appreciate your perspective on Social Security. I know it's something that some people don't worry about. Others, it's a real concern. Uh, they're, they're really worried about how long Social Security is going to last for their particular situation. So great breakdown there. Uh, speaking of things that are uncertain in retirement, this one's kind of funky because I feel like this could be <laughs> – it's certain we're all going to have these needs, right? Future healthcare needs. It's almost a certainty we're all going to have some, but there's still uncertainty of when, how much, and some of those parts of uh, this conversation. Right. Well, Walter, I mean, it, you know, it, it ties into a little bit of what we were just talking about Social Security because Social Security and Medicare are kind of tied together a bit, right? They're not exactly the same programs, but they have, you know, they have, you know, they obviously come in the you know, same, same basic time of life, you know, when you're, when you're retiring and, you know, and you tend to need more health care in your, in your older years, right? In your retirement years, you know, you, you need, you need more health care at the beginning of life and towards the, and towards the, and towards the end parts of life, right? Typically the part in the middle there is, you know, for, for the vast majority of people, there's, you know, there's less need there other than just the typical checkup, right? So, you know, you want to make sure that you have, you know, you have plans in place. You've got, you know, you've got funds saved and earmarked for, 
for those, you know, for those types of things, you know, do you know, what kind of a, you know, Medicare plan do you have, right? I mean, do you have a Medicare Advantage plan? Do you have a Medicare supplement? Do you, do you take, you know, prescription drugs? You know, um, maybe yes, maybe no. There's different, there's lots of different prescription drug plans. You, obviously, everybody has to be enrolled in, you know, in some sort of a, you know, a, of, of a, you know, prescription drug plan, whether it's through a Medicare Advantage plan or whether it's, you know, a standalone that you that you would have if you know if you had a uh, typical uh, Medicare supplement. But, you know, you want to make sure that you've again, you've explored all the possibilities and you've and you've looked at, you know, the pros and cons of the different types of plans and the different carriers. And again, that I think that that's most easily accessible when you're speaking with a uh, with an independent agent who has access to, you know, a lot of different plans that are out there so that they can they can help you. They can help you weigh the the benefits and the pros and cons, so to speak of the different types of plans and then stay on top of it, right? From year to year, you know, you know, keep checking in, to, you know, is this still the best plan for me, right? And sometimes, sometimes the answer to that is no. And you, and it, and it makes sense to make a shift and a change. So you want to think in terms of that. You also want to kind of think in terms of, you know, hand in glove with that as, as you know, as long-term care. Do you have the appropriate um, positioning in your, in, your, in your overall plan to hedge against that risk as well? Do you have long-term care insurance? Do you have policies in place, you know, that, that are maybe their annuities or maybe their life insurance policies that have elements or, or riders that, you know, that can be beneficial if you're needing long-term care benefits, right? Those are the things that you want to, you know, to make sure that, you know, as part of your overall planning, and because it's, as you said, Walter, you, you don't really know exactly when certain things are going to happen or if certain things are going to happen. But, you know, again, you're, you're looking at the, the likelihood and the likelihood is, is that you're going to need more for health care and, and the possibilities or something for long term care for either you or your spouse. And you want to make sure that your plan, you know, is, is designed in such a way that that, it, you know, that it can, you know, it, 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 it's there for you if those things happen. Last but not least, Glenn, let's talk about inflation. This is the big one, right, that uh, we've certainly heard a lot this year, and it is uh, going to be in the news probably for quite some time, and it's unpredictable. Uh, we, we, we could have never predicted that we would never have talked about inflation uh, in any detail for several years, and then all of a sudden it's like the number one story this year. That's just how unpredictable inflation can be. We don't know when it's going to go back down, what levels we'll return to, or if we continue going up. I mean, this is, a, this is a real big unknown. And you talk about any of these that we've talked about could certainly have a big impact on a financial plan. But I think a lot of people are feeling the impact from this one right now. Sure. No, I, there's no doubt about it, Walter. And and so, you know, we you want to think in terms of that. You want to plan for that. You know, do you, is your, does your plan allow for you know, to have increasing income through time to be able to hedge that risk of inflation? I think that's something that's very important to build in. And there's a number of different ways of doing that, you know, through laddering different different types of investments or laddering different types of insurance products. There's there's some insurance products that are designed to, you know, to increase over time, either, you know, by the, you know, the consumer price index or by, you know, market performance is like, you know, if, you know, if, uh, you know, if a, if a product is, you know, is credited some interest, then, you know, if you're receiving, you know, lifetime income payments, you know, that, that in some, in some instances with, with certain products, they'll, they'll get raises when that happens, right? But you, you want to have plans in place that are going to allow you to deal with that uncertainty. And as you say, I mean, it, it's, it's kind of cropped up and then, you know, it, it's, that's the thing about life, right? It's just like, you know, we, we don't, we don't know exactly what's going to happen and when, but, you know, you have to expect the unexpected, so to speak. And 
you know, we've we've not had to talk about inflation for a long time. But, you know, that said, you know, for, you know, for, you know, years and years and years, you know, as I've as I've worked with folks, you know, we, we we've talked about it. Right. We talk about it, it's like we want to make sure that, you know, we have plans in place that, you know, that, you know, help protect you, you know, if inflationary times come. And obviously, you know, they, they've come and they've come in a big way. And the question is, is how long are they going to last? And, you know, and that type of thing. And now it's just navigating and, you know, through, you know, through these times and, you know, and employing the strategies that, you know, that are in place. Or if you don't have them in place, it's something that you obviously want to probably explore. You know, how are you going to how are you going to put your plans in place that if you if you if you notice that you've got you've got a you know a hole in your plan, so to speak, you know, or you know, do you have a vulnerability that that you know that has been revealed here of late with with different conditions in the marketplace? And if so, then you know, then that, that probably means that you know having you know having some you know real serious thought and also probably having some conversations and you know and planning and you know and you know and, and looking maybe for you know second opinion of that kind of thing. Well, Glenn, that's a nice uh, final bow to put on this topic today. So there you have it, planning for retirement's uncertainties. And if you need help navigating those waters, if you have some uncertainties still floating around your financial plan and need that help, need some guidance, reach out to Glenn by calling 336-291-3535. You can ask those questions that are on your mind. Set up that time to visit as well. 336-291-3535. Or you can go to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. Click on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page and schedule your time to meet right from your smartphone or computer. Glenn, really appreciate your help today. Thanks so much. And we'll talk again next week. All right, Walter. Take care. All right. Make sure you're planning for those retirement uncertainties, folks. And if you have questions, don't hesitate to reach out. We will talk to you again soon, right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Thanks for listening. 